Welcome to On the Journey with Carissa and Friends, part of my journey of faith ministries. I'm Carissa Hardage, and I'm excited to have you join me each week as I chat with friends about the ups and downs of their journeys of faith. You'll become familiar with voices such as Shelley Chandler, Sarah Here, Rebecca Bean, and more. And you will also hear from stories of women who have experienced victories and struggles, but continue to trust God on their journeys. Hebrews 3.13 tells us to encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today. In other words, we were never meant to do life alone. So join us each week for a little bit of encouragement and for strategies to help each other navigate as we continue on the journey together. Hey friends, Carissa here, and thank you for joining me again for another version of On the Journey with Carissa and Friends. And if you were with us last week, you know that I am here with my friend Shelly Chandler, and we are picking up in the second part of a series on fear. And so if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, we really um, introduced this concept of fearing not versus fear fearing God, or really not versus, right. how did you put it? Tell me how you put it. Well, you you can fear not because you fear God. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And so it was awesome. And it, she also gave us some really application points to how we can manage fear and kind of in the moment, which is really what we have to do at first is create these habits in the moment. Yeah. And then once we have those habits established, it starts to become easier And part of that is because we're growing in our faith and our (laughs) trust in God. Exactly. So I'm so glad that you're back with me. Yes. Thank you for having me. I love being here. I love visiting with all of you guys. Yes. Yes. And as you know, Shelly's a regular. She is one of our friends. She's in our intro. (laughs) And I always plug this because this is one of my favorite uh, series that you've done. And it's the Identity Series. Yeah, yeah. And if you haven't listened to the Identity Series, please go back and listen to it. But I also, and I didn't say this last time, you can watch Shelly teach the Identity Series on our website. And so if you want to see Shelly and watch her teach what she's sharing with us on the podcast, go to myjourneyoffaith.com and she is under our Bible study section. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why I didn't think about that last I time. I didn't either. But, so. <laughs> so you can hear her um, identity series on the podcast, but you can watch her teach it on myjourneyoffaith.com. So, okay, we're picking up with the fear series. Yeah. And I just shared with you a story of an experience that I went through because I have just the sweetest little boy. He's eight and you call him a little man. And it's so true. Listen, we're, we were just in between waiting to record this and he just sat in here with me and literally we had an adult conversation and I'm in love, like totally in love. And his eyes are just going to, eat you alive. Um, They're so big and sweet. And so, you know, one of the hardest parts of being a a parent is when you recognize that you have areas that you struggle in. (laughs) 
And yes. there's nothing that makes your right. your weaknesses more oh. clear than being a mom. Well, and we say this jokingly, and I know, Chrissy, you say this too, but we're like, yes, we'll pay for your therapy. Oh. <laughs> Whatever damage. And I'm a therapist, so how do you think that makes me feel that I, I know for a fact somebody else is going to be therapizing oh, my kid? I'm like, I'm so sorry. Please know that I tried my best, and I will pay That's for your right. therapy. So there That's you go. That's right. So, um... <laughs> As a mom, I will confess that the one thing I struggle with is my temper yeah. gets the best of me sometimes. Okay. I don't think that's just you. This is totally off topic, but let's just talk about it. When you have littles at mm. home, there is something about the correlation between your patience and the lack of. Oh. I mean, it's just, I don't know what it is. Um, you know, if somebody's got a good tip out there, you know, throw it our way because yeah. mine aren't little anymore. So I don't struggle with this as much. But when they were little, it, it there's just something. I think it must be because it's the constant taking. Yeah. I mean, it's the constant taking from you. And you reach that, that point, that moment when you literally have nothing left. And there's a season of this where it's a very thankless job. Yes. And when it's it, like I left work to do this. <laughs> And not get paid. Right. <laughs> Let's just I real. left a paying job that I was really fairly confident at my ability to do, to do a job that I'm not 100% sure I'm very good at right. and do it for free. Right, right. <laughs> and I'll tell you when, my, when the trigger for me is when I have cleaned mm-hmm. and then I walk in mm-hmm. and it has completely been undone. Oh, yes. Or when I'm the only person who I become the Cinderella of the family. and <laughs> You're the maid. Yes. Right, yeah. And so one particular weekend, I was cleaning. And let me just stress to you, this is, this is your podcast host. I was cleaning for my community group for church. <laughs> okay, so that's fault number one that, that I got this upset to serve the Lord. Okay, so you guys, I'm just errant. Like, don't have any uh, fantastical ideas about who I am. Let's be real. No Rockefeller pictures. Let's be real. So I'm cleaning, and, and I had been the only person who had been cleaning. Contributing to the cleaning. Yes, I totally yes. get you so much. And so I finally just hit the, yeah. the third toilet I was on. Yeah. The fuse blew, yeah. and I looked at my sweet three little kiddos in the eyeballs and said to them in a not very nice tone of voice, I am not your servant girl. I am not your slave. <laughs> and I probably could have handled it. For sure, 100%, I could have handled it differently. And so anyway, all of this, the, the way this is going to feed into our topic today is that my sweet son was driving in the car with me. And and I really, I can't tell you enough how important it is to take time to just listen yeah. to them. Yeah. Because you learn a lot about what you're doing that you need to be working on. Yeah. And it's not done in a way that's hateful or that's targeted. It's just a fact. Yeah. And, and I always want to be a better version of myself, yeah. which is why we're talking about what it is that we're talking about today, yes. which is fear. And so he was talking to me and said, um, asked me, he said, mom, do you ever, do you ever feel worried? And do you ever worry about things? And I told him, well, yeah, sure. I mean, what, what have you been worried about lately? And he said, well, you know, when I worry, I start to feel something in my tummy that just makes me really, it, it hurts a little and it kind of feels like there's 
wiggles in it and it just, I feel it in my stomach and I just need to go lay down because I need to feel better. And I said, well, what is it that you've been worried about lately? And he said, well, you know, last weekend when you were real mad, (laughs) I was kind of worried then. God bless the sanctification. I was kind of worried. And of course my heart was broken and I told him a million times, I'm so sorry, mama's so flawed. Thank you, Jesus, that he's helping me be better. And you know, everybody has things they have to work on. And and I gave him, and this is one thing I really believe in is giving him, I gave him permission to come and tell me right. that he was feeling worried because of something I was doing. I right. always like to give my kids permission to come and tell me, right. hey, this is the way that I felt in this situation because I didn't have that freedom growing right. up. And so, but what, as we were kind of talking through this story and I was sharing it with you just in our normal conversation right. as moms together doing this thing. You made the statement, isn't that such a picture of what we're talking about today? And it is. Because yeah. tell them his wording, why he was afraid. Because he, he was... Because he said, I'll, I'll say all the time, I'm reaching my breaking point. Mm-hmm. I'm reaching, I'm almost to the end of my rope. You're, you're pushing me to the end of my rope. And he said, well, mom, I just worry because what happens when you go past that? What happens when you get there and you go over to the breaking point or you're past the end? What happens when the end of the road ends and then you go past that? And he said, I didn't know what that what was going to happen. Right. What yeah. was going to happen with that yes. moment? So, yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's, that's just such, oh, it's such a perfect picture of how we are when we're living in fear. We have those butterflies in our stomach. We yeah. have those, those wiggles and we we just get all wrapped up inside of ourselves and it all comes back to the the whole the whole thought process of we don't know what's going to happen yeah. there's this unknown element and it throws us into these these panics uh, of fear these strongholds of fear and so we're just going to talk a little bit more about that today and what that looks like and when you look at fear when you look at different ways to be afraid to fear just like your precious, mm. oh, I so like love him, like mm-hmm. want to squeeze him. I'm, I may steal him and take him home <laughs> and just. And um, you would keep him. I would. 100%. Like, He's amazing. Oh, <laughs> so great. But, you know, when you look at these moments and, and you are afraid, it usually boils down to the same thing. They usually all have a common denominator, and that is the, the unknown element. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Hey, mom, what will happen once you reach when you hit right. the breaking point? Like what, what and the it, rope ends. That rope's gone, and I don't know what's happening next. So, we have is that when things, you like right. kick us out of the house right. and put us on the curb? And now right. and with his sweet little heart, yes. he probably wasn't even thinking about himself. He was thinking about you. Yes. You know, he yes. was such a sweetheart. But um, we all have these things, and you can look in the Bible at any time. There's an instance. When someone is told to fear not, they're they're being told that because there is an element of the unknown. There's a, a dangerous situation where they don't know what the outcome is going to be. There's a difficult circumstance, and they don't know which road to take. Yeah. There is an illness, and they don't know the outcome. Yes. You know, Will it end in death, or will there be rejoicing? I, I just don't know. And the same holds true for us. When we are afraid, it's because there's a an unknown element. You know, will we lose the job? Will we lose the relationship? 
Um, what about this illness? Is, will it result in death? What about um, just any any kind of fear that we have? And mine, I know, is will I fail? Oh, goodness, yes. That's really a big one right. for me. Right. Will I fail at this? Will I mess mm. this up? Right. Will I be the reason why this thing doesn't work right, right. or does it happen right or doesn't? That's a big one for just me personally, sure. along with all the rest of them. Exactly. And I, my brain didn't even go to that direction. You're exactly right. Those are huge fears that we have. Um, and so we have this element of the unknown yeah. when we're looking at what fear actually does to us. And we talked about that last week. And and we can not fear the unknown, because God knows the unknown. God yes. is the master of the unknown. Yes. And we spoke on this last week about how God knows the unknown. He's the master of the unknown, and we can fear Him because of that. And this is a different kind of fear. This is when you live in awe of who He is, of His character. You revere Him because of that. And it's not based in emotion. It's not based in those wiggle feelings that we get in our stomach, that every one of us experience that. This is based on facts, that God is God and we are not. He is something that we can live in awe of because He knows the unknown. And we can fear God, or excuse me, we can fear not because we fear God. Mm -hmm. And so that was the whole basis of last week. And we're going to just talk a little bit more about that today and just unwrap that a little bit more and talk about how God is the kind of God that redeems us from our fear. So we want to look today at Romans chapter 8, verse 15. I'm going to read this to you guys. And I'm reading my 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 uh, Bible is the NIV, but you can look at this in any version and still get the same uh, meaning behind the message. But let me read this to you. And it says here, let me find it first. These are my 43-year-old eyes that struggle (laughs) after a while. Here it is. It says, for you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. I love that God chose to reveal himself in this particular way. Because when he says here that you did not receive a a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, he could have finished that sentence in so many different ways. He could have said, you're no longer a slave to fear because I have overcome the world. Right. You're no longer a slave to fear because I... I have conquered everything. You are no longer a slave to fear because I am God and and there's nothing that you should fear because of who I am. Because I'm the boss of right, everything. Right, <laughs> right. I'm the boss of all the things and all the people and all the... But right. that's not what he chose. Right. He because gave, he spoke to his power alone. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. That's the point I'm trying to make. He could have spoke to his power alone, but he chose to mm. do it in such an intimate way. I know, Krista yes. and I are both... We because have it's about love. It's about, it's about love. love. It's about love. About love and it's about relationship, mm-hmm. and so we want to talk about this because this this was huge to me when when I was studying this and God revealed this to me. It, it meant so much to me because it's spoken to a broken area of yes. my life that I, I needed God to shine His light in. And so you'll remember we have three boys, and um, when your kids are little, there's just something that they are in awe of their daddy. Yes. They just are. Yes. They've got this whole, they, they, daddy can do anything. Yes. And so I'll never forget when the boys were little 
Michael would be in the pool and they would just jump off the side of the pool into his arms. And they never once doubted that Michael wouldn't catch them. I mean, and it's funny because any of you guys that have had this happen, you know, if Michael was unaware, he could get his neck landed on or his back. And then you'd have just a whole other host of problems. But the boys would just jump and they would just let Michael catch them, and they never once worried about whether or not they were going to be caught. Yes. So what has happened to us as we have lived this life and we have grown up, we, have, we, we come with baggage because we're broken, and people have broken our trust. And so when we look at situations like this and we say, okay, yeah, I can, I can fear God and fear not, or I can fear not because I fear God, but that doesn't mean anything for me in this moment. How do we do that? What does that even look like? Oh, dear friends, I just cannot, I cannot wait to show this to you. I cannot wait to talk to you about this. God chose to tell you that you are no longer a slave to fear. Because he is your daddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can jump to him and he will catch you every time. God is a redeeming God. And when he redeems us, it's not just from sin and hell and death in the grave. He's redeeming every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. What you were before, you now are no longer. And God is giving you back that broken relationship, and he is mending it with yes, himself. Yes. So whatever trust has been broken, God is redeeming. And so I want to read this to you again and just think about those thoughts as I read this to you. And it says, For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. Mm. Today, you do not have to be afraid because of who your daddy is. Oh, I've got to just say, I'm getting such a picture of Jesus, of Jesus in the garden yeah. because his words when he was going to the cross, <laughs> like imagine fear. Yeah. That, that he knew what was coming. Yeah. But in the knowing of what was coming, I don't think that he, as, he, as fully human, I think that part of the fear was, I'm going to feel all of this, all of this. How painful is this going to be? How painful is this going to be? He knew it was coming and he knew it was painful and he intentionally was going there out of obedience. But when he prayed in the garden, he wept and he said to his father, will you take this cup from me? Not my will, but yours be done. And he said, Abba. Mm. He prayed, Abba, Father. Right. In that moment. Because he was practicing faith over fear. Right. The fear was probably there. Yes. I mean, I would imagine it was there. Yes. He was fully man. He had emotion that we had. But it was believing in what exactly what you're saying. He was making a physical practice of, I'm telling you, I don't want to do this if I don't have to, but I'm here to do what you want me to do. And if this is it, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm jumping. Right. And I'm believing that you're going to catch me. And his words were specifically, not your will, or excuse me, not my will, but yours be done. I trust you. I trust you. Yeah. Daddy, you're going to catch me. Yeah. You're going to catch me. And this is what we can do, friends. This is what we can do in the midst of those, those situations when you've got those butterflies in your tummy. You can choose 
to trust God. Mm -hmm. And we talked last week about just three practical steps, and we just want to review them again today because they're so important. So the first thing you need to do is you need to recognize that you're in fear. You need to recognize, hey, I'm living in fear. I, I love, is it Eli or Levi? Which one is it? It's Levi. Levi. I love that Levi knew. Yeah. He was in fear. Yeah. He he recognized it. And not, not only did he recognize it, but he's he said it. He said it right. out loud. He yes. said, hey, I'm afraid. And that is such, oh, just a beautiful picture of that childlike faith, which God is calling us to in this moment when he's saying, you do not have to be a slave to fear anymore, to fear any longer because you are my child. Yes. And he wants us to recognize that. And he didn't just say it like, you know, you you, you call me father and, you know, just kind of a formal uh, declaration of who he is. But he gave us that really intimate name, that Abba, which means daddy. And he said, listen, my child, you do not have to be afraid because I'm your daddy. So the first thing we need to do is we need to recognize, hey, I'm living in fear. I have these butterflies in my stomach. I I have these doubts about things that I'm not even realizing that this is fear-based. Yes. So we've got to recognize the fear. And then the next step, when we recognize it, we have to surrender it. Yes. And I love that's what your son did. Yes, he did. He did. Yes. He told you about it. And he, he gave it over. And I love that. So we, we recognize that what the fear is. And then we surrender the fear. And then the last thing we do is we have the faith applied to mm-hmm. the fear. And we talked last time about that uh, verse in Matthew 8. And I'll, I'll just uh, just reiterate some of that today. But we spoke about how when the disciples were on the boat with Jesus and the storm came up and Jesus is asleep, but the disciples are just panicked. They don't know whether they're going to live or die. And can I just pause here and show you how that even shows Jesus' faith in his Abba Father? Right. He's not afraid. No, he knows whose hands he's in. Right. Because he was as human man. And experienced all the feelings and emotions and thoughts and all the things that human man experiences. And his life was lived working to remember who his father was, just remembering constantly everything he came up against. And even in this boat, what a picture of him sleeping during, in this storm. Can we just talk about how this is not just a little, right? this is like the perfect storm movie storm. This is like... This is capsized Wait, the boat, yes. right? Yes, yeah. yes. So it's, their fear was, it was reasonable given the circumstances yes. if they wouldn't have had Jesus, Jesus Christ in, in the, the boat. boat with them. Right, exactly. Oh, what a great picture. What a great example. So Jesus is in the boat asleep. Just snoozing. Just Like snoozing. it's no big deal. <laughs> and the disciples wake him up and he looks at them and says, mm. Oh, you have little faith. Why are you so afraid? And we have to talk once again what this means. When this the, the way that you break these these uh, two statements down is the the little faith. It means why are you lacking intimacy with God? Mm. Why is there a lack here of intimacy? That's what little faith is. Yes, and if we think about Jesus, he's like, man, I commune with. My, that's my Abba. Why would I be afraid? What are, what's wrong with you? Right. What's wrong with you? Right. You've got Abba. Right. He can't. He can't. I just love this. The more we talk about it, and I'm visualizing, the yeah. more I love that he is like, man. You don't know what you're dealing with right now. 
Exactly. You don't know who you're dealing exactly. with. Exactly. And it, it just, oh, it just blows me away. He says, why are you so, af- oh, mm. you have little faith. Why are you so afraid? And we talked slightly about this last week, but I want to mention it again. But this type of fear here, when he says this, this word afraid, it means that you are being fear driven. And so he's basically saying to them, why are you being fear driven instead of faith driven? Yes. Little faith, lack of intimacy. You're allowing yourself to be driven by fear instead of allowing yourself to be covered in faith. And so when we look at the steps, you have to recognize that you're living in fear. You have to surrender that fear over to God. And then you have to let faith be applied. And it goes back to that whole notion of sonship, of of daughtership, of being that child of God, that intimate relationship. The deeper you walk with God, the greater your fear of Him is. And the greater your ability to fear not becomes. Yes. Because you know who your God is. It's so hard to just trust anybody. Yeah. We're broken people. We live in a broken world. We've been dropped world. a few times. We have. We have when been. We've jumped. We've been dropped burned. a few times. Absolutely. There have been relationships that have burned us, there have been jobs that have burned us, people that have burned us, church that has burned us. Yeah. We have been hurt over and over again. And so we have these walls built up. And one of the greatest adversaries of faith is a lack of trust. And the only way to combat that is to dive deep with God. You want a greater faith. You've got to dive deep with God. You've got to cultivate that relationship. And it's just like with any relationship. The more you know someone, the more you trust them. Absolutely. And God is giving us this gift. He's redeeming He's redeeming those areas of distrust. He's redeeming those areas where you've been broken, where trust has rightly been broken. Let's be honest. Some people, your trust has been rightly broken. You have every right to distrust this area because you know the pain. That is that it has caused, and it's real. And it's real. We're not discounting that at all. That God is saying, "You are my kid, and you can call me daddy." And every area of your life that has been broken, that you are living in an area of distrust, you can trust me. You can fear me. Not in I'm afraid of God, but I am in awe of who He is. Because he is the master of the unknown. Mm. And the master of the unknown just happens to be my dad. It's amazing. It's so precious. It's so good. I love this about God. So he just takes us to these places. And he says, hey, you know what? I know you're hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm going to redeem every bit of that. And not only am I going to redeem it, but I'm going to give you a spirit where you do not have to be afraid any longer. Yes. It's just good. It's It's good. good. I love what he does. I love how he does that. And, you know, I have to also add that God is, the word Yahweh means that when God says, I am to Moses, talk about afraid. Moses is the epitome of the afraid, right? I think we talked about him last time, (laughs) or was that this time? Moses met God, and God asked him to do something that he was terrified to do. And God says, well, and Moses says, well, what am I supposed to do here? Like, you're telling me to go do something, and how am I supposed to do this? What am I supposed to say to these people? And God says, I am. Mm. I am. And he's saying, I'm Yahweh. Mm. I'm Yahweh. 
And what Yahweh means is that he encompasses the characteristics of what of what describes him. He is that. Exactly. He is love. Yeah. He is grace. He is mercy. He mm-hmm. is redeeming. He mm-hmm. is he is those things. They're not just characteristics of him. There is they are who he is. It's it's the fabric of him. All of that. Yes. 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 And so if he says to you, you can trust me. Yeah. Then he is trustworthiness. Yes. He is going to show up every time because it's the fact he can't not. He, he is, is the faithful. promise fulfiller. He yes. is the one who is faithful. That's yes. who he is. And you can't separate who he is and make him not that anymore. Right. And so that's what I love is because people are not going to be consistent ever. No. Ever. No. We cannot put not our, ever. we cannot put our, our, we, we have people we can trust and we have good friends and people that we know, but even they will let us sure. down because we're fallible yeah. human beings. Right. Absolutely. Everybody's working on their own stuff. Yeah, we <laughs> Everybody. are. We are. Everybody. That God is not that That's way. That's right. God's not in process. God is the process. He is. He is it. Yes. And and I love that when I'm thinking about because you and I come from similar yeah. just struggle areas of struggle when it comes to trusting a, a a certain kind of father figure. Maybe there's been people that we've that have been men in our lives that have hurt us, and you know this can be a variety of circumstances right. of hurt. But for me, this one yeah. is what when I struggled with trusting God when I when I was I came to a crossroads in my faith, and I think that I'm probably not the only one who can say this. And I was either going to walk away or I was going to be sold out completely. And there wasn't going to be any in between. Right. I couldn't straddle this anymore. I needed to either be done mm. or I was all in. Right. And the thing that made me decide that it was time for me to be all in was in Hebrews when I read, this is what I've done for you. You have been sealed. There is no more sacrifice for you. I have saved you completely and fully. I It is finished. It is done. There's nothing else left. Yeah. Don't be like those who don't believe in the wilderness, talking about Moses' wow. time, who didn't get to enter my rest. Yeah. And as I was studying this, enter his rest. Mm-hmm. I was also studying exactly what you're talking about when Jesus was praying in the garden yeah. and speaking Abba Father. Right. And so this picture of rest mm-hmm. and my Abba Father yeah. came together as a whole. Yeah. And that's exactly what I needed. I needed to see him as my daddy. Yeah. I needed to see him because that picture is the thing that I've always longed for. Mm-hmm. And when he gave that to me, along with the concept of rest, I didn't... I, Everything else changed. Yeah. And my fear looked a lot. It, it was, it changed. Everything yeah. changed. And the struggle now that I have is a different kind of fear struggle, but it's still the unknown. Yes. It's still the emotional yes. unknown. Yes. It just look. it's just a different target, right. if you will. Right. It's just unknown of a different thing. Right. Right. It's not the same. Yeah. And I love this reminder of this time with you and even our conversations apart from the podcast that. I can't ever forget that he's my daddy and he's the daddy that I could always want, that I've always ever wanted and always will ever hope to have. He's all of that. Right. It's just everything that I need. Right. I'm so glad Chris has shared that because there, there probably are some of you out there who have 
this broken relationship with your dad. And that's just an area that's just just real tender for you. And so we get that. We're, we're not trying to discount that at all. And I know it may be hard for you to trust God as that dad. But I just want to encourage you today to leap, mm-hmm. to jump off the side of that pool because he will catch you. There, there will never be a time he won't catch you. Yes. And so if we can encourage you in any way today to fear God and fear not, you can do that because you are his mm-hmm. and you can call him your daddy. And he will catch you every time. Mm, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. This has been an, such an encouragement for me. And I know I'm sure it has been for you. And that's our goal of mm. On the Journey podcast. And, and I, I want encur- to ask you also, be sure to encourage one another yeah. every day, as long as it's called today. Mm-hmm. And um, check Shelly out on all her socials at, and her website at go3ministries.com. Yes. Or at Shelly Chandler on Instagram or at Go3Ministries. Yes. All over the place. All the socials. Um, Thank you. Thank you for this word and this truth. Take it with you guys. Take it with you. We'll see you next week.